I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Good morning. This ain't Vietnam still. People lose hands, legs, arms for real. Little was known about Sierra Leone and how it connect to the diamonds we own. When I spit the diamonds on this song, I ain't talking about the ones that be glowing. I talk about Rockefeller, my home, my chain. These ain't conflict diamonds. Is they Jacob? Don't lie to me, man. See a part of me saying, keep shining. How? When I know what a blood dime is. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So that's good. End of the week. Yes, it Very is. Very sick week for me. I'm feeling better than than I have been in a while. Yeah, you sound a lot better, son. Yeah, well, I nursed the shit out of this cold. I was getting nervous. I was like, why is it taking so long? But um, I'm feeling a lot better right now, so I'm glad we could do it, you know? Uh, I was appreciative. Yeah, sometimes you, that's one thing that suck about colds. You got to let them kind of like take their course, Mm -hmm. which is not fun. Yeah, normally I try to fight it, and I go out and try to sweat it out, and then... Day four or five, I end up dying, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm sick for another week and a half when I should have just sat down. Mm-hmm. You got to know your body, man, and I don't have one of those fight a cold bodies. I got one of those lay um, and, and just try to drink tea and uh, Their soup. and mm-hmm. soup and orange juice and all that good stuff. And Karen's been taking care of me, man, so... She's been helping me out, you know, um, helping me stay on top of this tea stuff. Yeah, we got all kinds of herbal teas <laughs> and peppermints, and I hope you've been liking the flavors. I've been adding honey and whiskey and all kinds of good stuff in it. Oh, yeah, of course. I've been doing it myself, too. Um, I think we need a tea kettle that whistles. Yeah, I think we need one that whistles, <coughs> too. Yeah, we got a tea kettle, but it don't whistle. It just blow a lot of steam up in the air. <laughs> yeah. You just look over there and be like, what the hell is that? Oh, that's my water. Yeah, I forget that I had the tea kettle on. I go do something and I look up and I just see a bunch of steam and then when you get over there, all you can hear is. <laughs> okay, we we need, we need to upgrade to the whistling kind. Yeah, I think I think we need to do a little bit better because uh, that was not enough of a sign. I'm sure I boiled the shit out of a lot of water for no point. You know? Well, at least we have one because there's a lot of people out there to go. I don't need that to start in the microwave, but it is something. I, and I know the water boils either way, but I, like I said, I guess I'm a woman and I'm old school. I like to sit on the stove, turn it on, mm-hmm. and let it go. It's just something about that process that I really uh, like and enjoy. And it doesn't take that long. Yeah, it doesn't. I like pouring tea. You know, it's pretty cool, but um, yeah, we gotta get a new teapot, cause, uh, if we okay, don't, we'll upgrade, we'll upgrade to the whistling one. Yeah, if it don't whistle, it really don't matter. Um, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us at theblackouttips.com. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic and put in the black guy who tips. Put in a five star review on those sites and let us know what you think about the show. Uh, if we get five stars, we'll read it on the li- live on our feedback show. Yes, we will. Regardless of content. The contact information, such as the email address, uh, the um, the phone, the voicemail line, uh, can all be found at theblackouttips.com slash about section. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number for the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Keep it less than three minutes. We'll play it on the show if you're not a crazy person. We sure will. Um, you can also do stuff like voting the polls. There's going to be a lot of polls up today. Uh, right before we started the episode, I just put up the polls for the 2014, wait, 2013 Tippy nomination. So people can actually go vote on the 2013 Tippies. Uh, 
I just realized I put 2014 by mistake, but I just changed that. Oh, I'm about um, to know. you a whole year ahead. It ain't yeah. it happened yet. <laughs> you can go officially start voting. We will play some of the clips um, and discuss some of the people who got nominated, you know, some of the people that, you know, didn't get nominated, frankly, man. There was a lot of people this year that, um, you know, since we went to five days a week, uh, the competition was fierce. Yeah, it was fierce and hard and tough and you know for those of you that's on the list you know you know solicit pull your titties out you know talk to the talk to them you know slang your dick around whatever it takes to get the votes in man mm-hmm. so i know y'all gonna be working hard on those streets for them votes good luck to all the people uh you know may the may the odds be forever in your favor uh as i like to say um but uh yeah, we can, or is it just ever in your favor? Whatever, tank. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys go ahead and do that. Get your votes in. We appreciate everybody that does that. Um, and, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, this show is sponsored. It is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Go to their website, shadowdogproductions.com and click on things and buy stuff. We have our own page there. They sell audio plays. Mm-hmm. They sell movies. They sell, uh, short films. Um, you can get it all there. Uh, prices range. I don't think anything on the site's more than like twenty, thirty dollars at the most. Mm-hmm. But things started like a uh, dollar, you know, for like audio plays. And we have our own page there, the Black Guy Tips, and you can go check out all our stuff there. Um, very professionally done, yes, very it is. Uh, you know, cool setup. So go to ShadowDogProductions.com, help out our sponsor because they sponsor us and they believe in us and they keep us going, man. Keep the pirate ship afloat, yes, as Adam Carolla they would say. Do and we thank them. Mm-hmm. You can also go to tweakedaudio.com and at tweaked audio get a 33% discount when you put in the code TBGWT. You also get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee. They sell fine inner earbud uh headphones that go, you know, right into your ear. They don't wrap around. They don't there's no big uh no, nobody has to know you're listening to stuff unless they get right up on you. True. Uh, you don't have to put it all over your hair, mess your hair up. Like you can just put it on while you're at the gym, while you're in your job, while you're, uh, you know, walking down the street, while you're commuting and, um, you know, listen to podcasts, listen to music, mm-hmm. uh, check out the new Pharrell, you know, all this stuff right from the comfort of your yes. own, uh, iPod. And, and the, 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 uh, the thing about, uh, Pharrell, is that uh I know he been around for like ever and like I know some of his songs but I never actually sat down and started listening to his uh records. And um Phenom has really been talking about his new record. I think it's called just Girls. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of it. Girl r- Girl. Girl. And uh the way he's been talking about it and they say you could actually stream it on uh iTunes. Mm-hmm. So get your buy your headphones and go listen to it on iTunes. Uh from what I hear it's a nice list. I went back and listened to his old stuff. This man, they talk about him him being a vampire. He been around for a long time because that shit was like 2005 and that shit was still paying. And I was like, ooh, this old man can rock. Been around a long time and nobody knows anything about him. I, I, Keeps his business out the streets. I guess he does because uh, I went back and I, I was popping and bopping and having myself a good old time up at my job listening to some old shit that was new to me. Yeah, that's the thing about Pharrell, man. He never let not being able to sing stop him from success. Oh, what the beats are banger. Like You really have to appreciate about a person that's just like, I know I'm not good at this skill, but I'm going to pretend like I am. And the rest of the world said, okay. Yep. And y'all going to love me. And y'all going to buy my shit. And I'm going to win Grammys. And you can wear the uh, man in the yellow cap hat as much as you want, sir. Um. Yeah. And like I said, tweaked 
audio.com code tbgwt get your discounts lifetime guarantee your free shipping um official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball the bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. uh speaking of for real before we uh get into these tippy nominations and play some of these clips and talk about these episodes mm-hmm. did you see the latest controversy uh with his album cover controversy mm-hmm uh put his album cover in the chat um and people can look at it but uh karen looking at this picture you see any problems with it he the only black thing in the picture and that's what everybody had a problem with now i think oh, it don't bother me i think the woman in the back is obviously black i think she is too what well, do i just say he's the only black thing in the picture huh because he's the he, when i mean black he's the, like the darkest thing in the picture like as far as mm-hmm. skin tone He's the darkest thing in the picture. She's light skinned, and then when if you're just looking and you're not really paying attention, you go, "Oh, that's a white girl." Huh? Well, see, I was, I didn't even think that. I she looks obviously black to me, like not. And then the the second the girl who's the second furthest back, she looks like mixed with something like ethnic, and the one in the front that has her face cut off looks white. Yeah, the first girl is definitely white. And uh, <laughs> even though this man's been married to uh, black women or like engaged and married or whatever um uh, even though this dude's never said a mean word about black women Mm-mm. uh some black women lost their shit today on twitter are you in the the thing that uh, <clears throat> the thing that upsets me in general is that there are real shit and real issues as a black woman to be upset and outraged about like really real shit that affects your everyday life this cover is not one of them to be outraged about. To I always, me. I always find it weird when feminists take on this, this thing because on the one hand, I kind of like, I think there's a certain amount of power in being a sexual object and it's too much of the time I feel like people argue against that when it's the truth. That's right. Like one of the ways to control somebody, one of the ways to manipulate somebody, one of the ways to have power over a situation is being sexually desired. Because then people want to do whatever it has they have to do to have sex with you. This is, you know, people are nicer to people they want to fuck. People uh, consider the feelings of people they want to fuck. It's kind of a big deal. But a lot of times it seems like people reject that because it's like, well, that's just objectifying a woman and that's not seeing her as a complete person. It's like, okay, that's cool. I get it. I get it. But when a, someone like this does a cover... And they don't put, you know, black woman first and foremost with like Afro puffs and really dark skin or something. All of a sudden it's like, why ain't you objectifying us? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like, well, well, you know, like, can you have it both, both ways? ways? Like, do you, so like, you don't want to be objectified, but then you do. But if you do get objectified, it has to be first and foremost out front. Oh, it has to be the way that you desire to be objectified. And it's just one of those things when, um, I think for a lot of black women, but I this, a lot of black women have been, well, well, I, tr- I, I'm saying this from my perspective. A lot of black women have been hurt a lot of their lives because a lot of black women have been told that they're not desirable. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those things where when you see this, you go, you're a black man. Why don't you have anybody of dark tone on there or somebody that people can't like first look and go well where are the black people and but it's one of those things too where he's not 
obligated to do that. And it's, and, and, it, and it's one of those things where sometimes the outrage comes from a place of insecurity in black women that they have within themselves and things that they personally have to deal with in relationships in the past with people that has nothing to do with him. But they take these issues and these insecurities that they have and kind of force it out on the world. I'm mad. I'm angry. Everything got to be black. But what you fail to realize is that when you constantly cry wolf like that and then when you really have an issue, nobody wants to hear you because you were crying about bullshit that didn't matter in the first place. Yeah, it's weird, too, because, like, this cover isn't him with his wife or holding hands or anything of any type of significance. It's really, the. it looks like I slept with these three women. That's what it looks like. This is our bathing, this is our bathrobes, and we just, I fucked all these people, and they're all on the cover. Yeah, and and, and the thing about it, too, is that... (coughs) Women that are out there that are real feminists, mm-hmm. um, I guess depend on how they stance on feminism. I know they look at this shit and roll their eyes because they be like, "Well, who knows?" Because yeah, I mean, because it's uh, not one thing. Like some feminists probably did. Some people that call themselves feminists with, had a problem. Some didn't. Yeah. Like yeah, and and I guess it just depends on where you fall on that level. But to me, I would look at this go. We're really we, we really, but but you know it's equal pay and all this other shit that like really really matters in two months. Nobody will even fucking remember what this cover looks like. But yet, you know, yeah. you're in an outrage about some shit that don't matter. Yeah, that's just weird, man. I like. I don't know. Some days I feel like people just have to have a problem. Yeah, and you know some people I mean? look to be offended. Even black women, people yeah. don't want to admit that, but some people look to be it's offended. It's like when Juicy J didn't get a scholarship to a twerker, and then everybody flipped that way, or it's like, oh, you're not. So now it's not good enough for them to objectify themselves. It's like, well, y'all were mad when you said that he was giving people money to objectify themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and like, for me, I don't mind, I don't mind someone calling someone the task, honestly. But I think it should happen legitimately. Yes. And it helps when the person legitimately fucked up. Like when you know, like, like if he would have been out here saying a bunch of negative shit about black women and then put out this album cover and, um, you know, and, or if, or if the album cover, you know what? No, that's the only way I would have had a problem is if the album cover had no black women on it and he talked shit about black women in articles and all his album and shit. Oh, cause that, like, that's valid then. Yeah. Like, cause, cause if a person isn't like trying to fuck with you and they aren't fucking up, then I don't understand why you have to like call this person out. It seems like, Oh, like you say, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. Where it's now you'll have a legitimate issue at some point, and, and a lot of guys are going to be like, oh, this is more that I had to wake up this morning and complain. And I feel like a lot of this is the industry of anger and mm-hmm. bloggers and think pieces where it's like I have to have something to write about. Or All people, the time. Yeah, or people won't pay me any attention. Oh, I can talk shit about Pharrell. That's the hottest album of the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if this it's shit like would have got say was or yeah. whoever else the next big thing is and it's just it's just one of those things where to me it's 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 a point it's a pointless fight in my mind it's like word you know he he's almost like a clean slate and yeah. you just attack and just attack to me and especially mind. especially when you take out people because a lot of times what people do and this is to me the worst part about the like internet uh um think peace spear or whatever blogger spear is the er- erasing of people completely, you know, where it's like, if you have any question about this dude's, um, you know, about, about his album cover, all of a sudden 
you're gonna erase the fact that he has a black wife he's mm-hmm. dated black women in the past i didn't even know that he's, i didn't even know that because he keeps his shit so yeah. so to himself he never talks about uh negative stuff about women mm-hmm. uh, black women in particular like it's just funny that people are gonna be like well no fuck him fuck him forever because it's always like this weird like really that's all it takes for you to just get somebody completely out of here that's all it takes but i don't know man i don't I don't know if he was supposed to be just only have like a woman with afro puffs and like real dark chocolate skin and like yeah, kissing her in the mouth it is sad, I don't know. But for some women it has to be to that extreme but to me it does it, it doesn't have to be to that uh extreme yeah so i don't know man it just when I saw that, I was just like, is this for real? And I went to saw the picture. I was like, wait a minute. that That's what y'all mad about? Had to be something, you know, something more, more. fucked up than that. Um, but anyway, man, um, this is about the tippies. All right, guys? Yes. We have a bunch of clips we need to play and all this stuff. Um, we have uh, polls to show you guys. So the different categories. Obviously, uh, you can go vote on the blackout tips. Just uh Go, it will have the voting up for two weeks. Mm-hmm. The end of two weeks, that's when we will call the results. Yep. So if you get this, listen to this after the two weeks, I'm sorry, polls are closed, but yeah. if you listen to this within the next two weeks, we're giving you two weeks for the people that are behind, go out there and vote. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and see if we can play some. We, uh, our first, uh, category is best impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, now people not wrote in nominations and stuff and not everything was able to be done. Like, uh, someone wrote in Rod doing Eddie Long. I can't really, they didn't give me a minute mark or a specific episode, episode so I couldn't find that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, people that listen to Feedback Show knows what that sounds like. <coughs> um, and I couldn't find the one that said, uh, Greg Odin's doctor because no one gave us an episode number. I think that was one of the one on Balls Deep. It was Balls Deep, but okay. there was no episode number. And I, I went and looked at all the episodes I could find that we talked about Greg Odin. I couldn't find that clip. So yeah. So, uh, before you get started, that's why, uh, the 2014s uh tippies are already up mm-hmm. so you guys the can, nominations the nominations i'm mm-hmm. sorry so you guys can start putting that in doing the minute marks and things like that because we would love to play the clips but it's so much to do that if you pl- if you give us the minute mark we can actually go find the clips for you guys and cut them up for you so the num- the first one is uh rod and justin balls d sport number 30 as rg3 and donovan mcnab um some of these clips are um you know a bit long uh compared to our normal clips but we want you to hear it you know it's in an entirety right yep. so this one's like seven minutes so i'm just gonna drink some tea and uh hang out guys <laughs> so here you go um turn my phone up okay. hold on uh coach hold on one second let me see oh, uh i gotta take this real quick quick coach hold on hello hey hey robert Hey, uh, what's going on, uh, Don, Don, what's going on, Don, hey, hey D man. right here, hey, so I, I'm not going to say your name, but what's going on, D? Hey, uh, I'm going to be brief, mm-hmm. but listen, I I want to give you some advice. Okay, let me try to walk into the other, you, should I walk into the other room? Cause I'm not hey, trying to tell you what to do, young brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Huh? What? I, Nobody. I'm just, it's my girl, man. I'm not, I'm not it's my to, white girl. Uh, go ahead, I'm, man. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just saying I've been in this situation before. Right. Tell I'm, me I'm, what to do about what, old man? Old <laughs> nigga, what the fuck you think you know about my I'm, life? I'm just, nigga, I'm a black quarterback in post-racial America I'm where just, Obama's been the president. I, I, the I like, fuck you want? I like white women, too. I oh, had, just you? I had, I had a few okay. white girlfriends in the past. 
But you married a black one like a I, fucking sellout. I, I did. It was the, you know, my parents, the respect they wishes. And, mm. you know, she'd been there since the beginning. You know, the white women, I was just cheating on them. Man, but, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But, you know, I had the braids, too. Man, hurry up, man. I got quarterback shit to do, you old-ass, retired, bitter nigga. I had, well, first, I had the braids, too. And first, I want to talk about the black man hairline struggle. Right. Okay. And, and just to let you know. Don't worry about my hairline. My hairline post-racial, nigga. I don't get my hair done the same way you get your hair done. If you, if you go ahead and cut the braids off sooner, it will make your hair Cut my braids off. Man, just you don't get off my phone, dog. My white woman love my braids. That's, that's, that's the first Rubbing thing. Rubbing her fingers through them and shit. That's, that's the first thing. Uh, second thing is I, I want to talk to you about the, the uh, Washington Redskins as an organization. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, David. Huh? Yeah, coach, I'm uh I'm gonna be in there in a sec. Hey, make sure you cut my cut my interception out of game tape. All right, go back, man. What was you saying? Uh, what was you saying, Diamond? Now I'm just saying that you know I you know I want to talk about the Washington Redskins as an organization. Great organization, by the way. Dan Snyder, he's, mm -hmm. you know, he's, always, he's a fan first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, nigga. Yeah, uh, I, what first. do you got to say, man? I, I told you I got shit to do. I mean, well, you, uh, know, well, you know, I filmed the Camel Suit commercial, so I, you know I know what it's like to be on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I know it's like to be on TV. Yeah, right? nigga, cause niggas like soup. Right, got it. You know, I had my mom out there too. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I got mama that check, got her that money, bought her right. a big house. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, about your orange coach. Man, what about him, dog? Look, me and him tight, man. Like, then I run that nigga. I'll be I, running in the game when I want to and shit with a concussion. I don't give a fuck. I, I know you, I know you saying you post-racial. I know, I know, you know, we, mm -hmm. we is free. I, I get all that, you know. Just remember, I played with Terrell Owens, Terrell. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't his quarterback, you know, but you know, he was he was my receiver. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just saying, man, you gotta you gotta watch those two. You gotta. You still a black. Why, man? man? I mean, you still you black and they orange. But you an old ass. Right? You you grew up with like civil rights and shit, man. That, Listen that here, you punk. No, you don't understand. I'm trying to tell you, boy. <laughs> well built. Pull your pants up. Cut your damn hair. No. You'll never be prosperous with them braids. Th you could do and that back in your day. You couldn't even wear a white when woman. When it come to these white coaches, they, listen, they will hang you out to dry. No, man, I don't Sit believe you. Sit your ass down. Listen, I, I, I maybe in your day. Knee surgery in college. I'm trying to tell you, boy. Maybe in your day, that's how I went, I'm old man. I'm trying to tell you, young boy. But in 2013. You're you going to stop. Disrespecting me, interrupting me, young boy. Now I still got. It. I can come out there and play again. I'm choosing not to. I'm doing the NFL Network because I'm trying to get this easy money. You hear? Don't nobody want yo man. I look. Don't call me back. Uh, I'll I'll call you I, back. You know what? You know what? Maybe I came across the wrong way. You no, bye, Diamond Man. I'm just, hanging up right now. I got a little upset. I'm trying to. I just want to talk to you. No, fuck you. I'm hanging up. Just, you don't know what you're talking about. Fast just, forward three months later. Fast forward three months later. <laughs> You pick up. Hold on, is this? Robert, I don't, I don't know any. Um, <clears throat> hello, hello. Uh, hello. hey, um, Mr. McNabb, it's me, um, RG3. Oh, oh, that Robert. Yes, oh, oh. Yes. Uh, how you doing, young man? I was just calling. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually in the closet at the practice facility. They don't know I'm in. I'm not supposed to be talking to you right now. Um, how can I help you? How can I help you? Uh, you need a Campbell soup recipe? You want to? Nah, I just, uh, first of all, I just wanted to know, I uh, respect you so much and, um, mm. things have, uh, I don't know if, have you been watching the news? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually an analyst. You an analyst? 
Oh, they just told me you was an old janitor that used to work here. They didn't even tell me what you did, man. No, I, you know, I immediately got a job right after I retired. Oh, well, uh, if you had the time, I mean, I just want to, I just want to ask you a couple things, man. I mean, you know, my my time is money for me at this point in my yeah. life and my career. Yes, sir. I don't have much time. Um, well, you know, I, I spared some time early in the season when I tried to give you a call. Uh, my, you was too busy in front of your um your daddy. I you know, mean, and I apologize. Coach. I apologize for that because I I was wrong. Um, what what do you do? Um, oh, hold when, on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah, yes, hold sir. On, yes, on. sir. Yes, my beautiful African queen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll pick up. Yeah, I'll pick that up from the store when I when I get back. Oh, okay, I'm back, Robert. I'm back. You know, I uh, got that beautiful black woman. Ha- have you ever, like, been in a situation when white people just stop talking to you? Because I was wondering, like, what you do when, like, none of the, like, and your teammates won't talk to you because they think that, that that you, you know, you think you're too good for them. And and your white woman won't like come see you and stuff like. Oh oh, I'm back. I I missed everything you oh. said just now. I, I'm sorry. I I was you know I had something on the stove. Oh, oh no, it's cool. I, it's I missed cool. what you said. No, nah, it, it's cool. Don't now, you even got worry my full it. attention now. You got my full okay, attention. Okay. Well, look, man. I I'm just trying to say that. Huh. Hold on one second. Hold on. Did this nigga? Huh. Uh. Oh, uh, somebody's in here. You put me on hold. So somebody's in here, please. I just told this. Boy. Uh, it's. Is, time is money. I just need a, a couple. I'm just getting some more balls, coach. Please, just I just need a second. I'm not on the phone. I'm not. I'm not talking to anybody. Okay. Yes, I'll be out there. Yes, sir. Put me on hold. Uh, yeah, I'm back, man. I'm sorry did about you that. Put, did you? You got. They, you got one minute. You they, got one they listening. Minute. They listening. Um, listen. Who is they? You got one minute. The, I, don't, I don't care. Uh, the, the orange guy. It's called. Oh, oh, cold, cold oh, orange. oh, oh, you, oh, you're on that now. I just want to say, um, I think you were right. And, uh, do you have any advice for, like, a third string quarterback? So, um, and actually, <laughs> like, that, that, that whole thing probably went off for, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, all off the top of our heads, well, I, I never know where Justin's going to take the show. So, um, that was a good one. That was some balls deep. Yeah, that's, uh, balls deep sports, uh, number 30. Uh, RG3 versus McNabb. Like I said before, someone nominated me doing, uh, Eddie Long during the feedback show. Uh, me and Justin doing Tiger Woods for Balls Deep 24 was also nominated. Here's a clip of that. The analyst Brando Chambly apologized to Tiger Woods via Twitter on Tuesday for a golf.com column he wrote last week insinuating that Woods was a cheater for his various rules transgressions this year. Uh, now I can see if he said he's a cheater on these white women, because that makes sense. Mm. We know that to be true. But to say he cheats on, in golf on purpose and shit in a gentleman's game, you can't be doing that, man. Tiger probably was mad as shit. You know what? You know, and I don't know why. Like, I would, I would handle it the same way I handle all everything else. Mm-hmm. Fuck your rules. And fuck your opinion. Unless they call it in from their house on their sofa, I'm going to keep out here messing up these drops. Tiger was probably sitting up there like, we're sitting here. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be a franchise golfer. And we're here talking about cheating. <laughs> not not the match. Not the, not the actual match that we go out every day that I play for, that I die for. But we're talking about cheating. 
how the hell am I supposed to make my caddy better and the PGA Tour better by cheating? <laughs> not cheating on my wife. Cheating. Not, not how it affects my family. When we're talking about golf. We're talking about where I let the ball drop. Not my putter swing. Not the check in the water when it comments. None, not, of, none of those. I'm not talking about going into Denny's, picking up a 300-pound waitress, banging her behind the garbage cans. I'm talking about cheating. Not how, not how rehab meant my accommodations and <laughs> built my own private wing. Not the macaroni and cheese that I make my children when I have to see them by themselves. Not, not the scars I got from from being abused by, by a woman. <laughs> All of a sudden she was upset. Not, not the scars. Not, not that. Not, not all these racist ass comments from, from my colleagues. Guys that I've had in my house. He, here's his actual quote. Which is not far off from what we've been saying. When I was in fourth grade, I cheated on a math test. And when I got the paper back, it had a hundred written at the top. And just below the grade was a, this quote. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. It was an off-quoted line from the epic poem, Marmion by Sir Walter Scott. Oh, wait. No, this got to be Chambly. <laughs> no way Tiger would have said this much. Tiger would Tiger be saying, like, one line and just be ether. Yeah, Tiger was like, silly hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger was like, I keep it on the down line <laughs> so that no one else... Well, no. I don't play with any scrubs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this dude basically accused Tiger of cheating, and then he apologized. Pop should apologize, ass nigga. Oh, <laughs> uh, the best thing about that clip, uh, if people that listen to that episode or follow the, the spinoff show, Boss Eat Sports, we have been quoting the Tiger Woods practice uh, rant the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we... Uh, that episode, uh, because TLC's, uh, movie had come out, mm-hmm. we had been slipping in TLC song titles into all the, all the, ah! the stories. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> one thing that I love about, uh, Balls Deep Sports. For the people that are premium, but like, I don't like sports, y'all, they talk about all kinds of shit. Yeah, oh my God, but, uh, I forgot how much I enjoyed that, uh, the Tiger Woods impressions. Um, we also had another one. Uh, like I said, someone told, said us as Greg Oden doctor, but we never got the, uh, the clip, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find which episode it was in. Uh, but Balls Deep Sports 17 with me and Justin, and, uh, I was Kobe Bryant, and, uh, and Justin was Lala Anthony, ah! uh, who, uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, um, hacked uh kobe was trying to get his wife to hang out with lala so kobe that. said just give me her number yeah <laughs> I, I imagine kobe being like just let me get her number yeah I, i'll talk to he her he said put lala on the phone <laughs> so i'm gonna be i'm gonna pretend to be lala all right uh lala hey 
hey, who is it? It's, it's me, Kobe Bryant. Oh, hey, Kobe. Yeah, I know. Hey. Calm, calm, calm down. Oh, how you doing? Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. Yeah. Is Vanessa still there? Oh, she here. She right here. Actually, oh, hey. that's why I called. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey Vanessa. Yeah, hey, it's not a threesome. Um, hey, girl. This time. <laughs> well, uh, but what I... Why didn't you tell me this was Kobe on the phone? Yeah, well, what I was, what I was trying to, um, what I was trying to tell you though is, uh, I need you to do me a huge favor. Oh yes, favor. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, you want me to come suck you off? No, oh, no. I need oh, you to come. Ah, to, I need you to come to L.A. You want to do it? Oh, you want to hit it from the back? No, no. Oh. Nah, I need you to come to L.A. Um, and oh. I need you to go out with. You you still doing that? That like? Yeah, I do. Line. Yeah, I do. Anal. Yes. No, I mean you still doing that TV show. Huh? What? What? what are you, I thought. Wait. What are we talking about? Yeah, I need you to I take. You wanted to do me. Listen, I need you to take my wife out for on the town. I need you to take her to do some lame shit, like take her to Benny Hanna's, a circus, you maybe gonna, Disney you, on you, Ice. You gonna be there? You gonna be there? No, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be getting. Look, I'm gonna be doing what I do. Don't worry about what I be doing. But in LA, and we gonna come back to your place. Uh yeah, y'all will be able to come back. To oh the house yes, 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 yes. So, yes, okay. I'll be there. Yes, when? Yeah, you I won't be at the house, but y'all come, can come back. You want me to fly out tonight from uh, New York? No, that looks too suspicious. What I want you to do is wait ten minutes, <laughs> call this number back, and I'm gonna have her answer, and then you just act like you want to get up with her and take her out to Medio in West Hollywood. Okay. Make sure you pose for photos. I do not want to see no niggas in them photos. I want you to call TMZ. Make sure you get photos everywhere you go so that I know what the fuck y'all was up to and I have an alibi. And that way, when I'm across town, nobody knows where I'm at. Yes, baby. I mean, yes. Yes, Kobe. All right. Now, put Mello back on the phone. Uh, wait, well, I just put Mello back on the phone. I don't have time for this shit. I got to go. Okay. Mello, Mello. I love you, Kobe. Mello. He he left out so we can talk a little longer. Oh, okay. All right, then. I guess. Just tell him I said bye. Just leave him a message. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, uh, just tell him I said bye, and uh, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate your time. I'm going to warm up my anal. Yeah, uh, yeah you, 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 go, you go ahead and do that, Lala. Uh, I'm not going to be here, uh, but, uh, you know. I love you. Bye. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like. Hello, Kobe. Kobe, you there? <laughs> Get off my phone, bitch. Toby's gone. I'm with my kids. My wife is here. The number you have called has been disconnected. Yeah, call back and see. If you feel like you dialed this number in there, please call the operator. Um, now I forgot I was there for that one. Yeah, you were there for the whole show for that one. Um, the thing about that one, um, too, is uh, Justin's Lala impression is so spot on it is ain't it i mean if you've heard lala like yeah i feel like i was in the room with lala it made it almost it was almost creepy to do because he was so good at it um but uh the best thing about this category is this ensures that i will win a tippy it's the only category nobody else nominated in (laughs) one of these ways I, i there's no way i can lose you and justin go win Yep. No, Justin didn't win one last year either. Unless they vote me as Eddie Long, me and Justin will win finally. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, we had uh, some that we don't have clips for, like Best Guest as an individual. Uh, Sarone Russell, uh, Najayla Ree, Amber P. From, of course, Black, Sexy, Geek, and Mental. Najayla Ree, I'm sorry, from uh, Twib After Dark, mm-hmm. uh, Um uh, Sarone Russell, uh, everybody knows him, Sarone on Twitter. From uh, Decepticomics. Decepticomics. Chris Lamberth, 
uh who has a mundane hey. festival mm-hmm. uh patrice c who does them thrones well, with us mm-hmm. um and uh at patrice c on twitter uh afrocentrics uh with uh afrocentric which of course is uh you know our girl zan mm-hmm. uh so you guys can go check her out and all that stuff on twitter although i see i spelled her name wrong in this poll and i had to go back and fix that no problem but um yeah man make sure you guys vote for that um best guest as a group we had owen and chill, chill. from taste like fried chicken by the way people are already voting and i see they, they already on it like i'm looking at this show i'm like yeah, wow okay well this is uh, they are not playing games nobody's fucking around it was like you told us to pose up we vote but uh tastes like fried chicken is best guess as a group what's the tea chonilla beating the block brown skinny glasses all up for best guess as a group mm-hmm. um we had some people that were new guests last year um yes since we went five days a week we had a lot of people who uh interacted uh it was their first time for your listening pleasure so we had a great year with new guests yeah we didn't want to have too much of an overlap so i tried to keep the categories separate yeah i did too best new guest black astronauts lady launch ladies launch mm-hmm. whiskey wine and moonshine black astronauts so that's gonna be that's seeing gonna be tight black astronauts and black astronauts yeah, ladies launch they they that's that's <laughs> in-house fight ain't it? yeah they might split the vote <clears throat> Who are they going to vote for? <clears throat> are they going to consolidate all to one group? Or are they going to split between each other? <clears throat> How will we know? Two weeks to find out. Yes. Black on Black Cinema, their first time on the show. Mm-hmm. Funny group of guys. Got to get them back. Mm-hmm. J.L. Covan from the Righteous Prick Podcast. Mm-hmm. And Three Guys on. on. Three Guys On, also new guests last year. Uh, funniest Moments. We have clips for these uh episode 587 medicine in the glasses uh was one of the funniest moments and let me play that for everybody so easy they have to make up extra shit to do honestly yeah yeah they, they do and um for me for a very very long time i don't wear glasses so mm-hmm. for me i was very uneducated about glasses mm-hmm. so you know what i thought for a very long time and it was not till i was an adult i figured this out they do not put medication in them damn lenses. Why do they call them fuckers medicated glasses? What uh what do you mean like your glasses? They they call them nothing. I know some people call your glasses. What do you glasses. mean like a pill? What are you I didn't know about? a liquid, a solution. They say them fuckers is medicated, ain't no medicine in the glasses. I did not understand Look, I'm, that. I'm about to co sign that question. This this is why we took Karen off a of random <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, I mean nobody I was, thought there was like fucking penicillin in the glasses. But Karen. they that call them medicated sense. glasses. What the fuck? Why? Where's the medicine? Yeah, I mean, old people say medicated glasses. <laughs> that, they're, they're they're prescription glasses. What they are. Well, even with but, that, I'm thinking. Well, what what's the prescription? The pres- it's glass. Ain't no prescription. Ain't no med- no Robitussin. Nothing in these glasses. I don't understand. You this. know what? You just talking with 2020 uh, privilege because you don't understand the struggle. I don't. You need you need the glasses. The prescription is to correct your eyesight to 2020. So my eyes are not 2020. <laughs> so looking through these lenses give me 2020 vision. And I understand that, but I did not realize that they bend the glasses a certain way so that you could see. 
I didn't understand mm. that. All I know is you had glasses. And they talking about they medicated for glasses and their prescription glasses. Was the medication? Was the prescription in the glasses? Well, you put my glasses on. Can you see well? No. Right. Because there's something them. working in it. Right. The same way if you well, just it's took. it's medicine in them, then. If you just took somebody's, like, bipolar medicine, you would be fucked up, too. It's medicine in them. <laughs> That's what they mean. They try to simplify the shit down. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh medicine in the glasses uh episode uh what was that 587 so if you have premium you can go back and listen to all these shows mm-hmm. um even the old ones and stuff um funniest moments number two um the best of wesley pipes episode 549 the 90 day rule so let me uh play this one why does somebody have an article with the top 10 quotes of Wesley Pipes? <laughs> oh. Oh, right. this, this, that, Here we go. Fantastic. Here we go. Suck this motherfucking dick. You know I like my shit wet up like like a drive-by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, do, that's not the whole quote. Do, no, a, do, a drive, do a drive-by on this dick. Yeah, there you go. You a cripple son, huh? You cripping bitch. Oh, <laughs> Now you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. That let, was enough. I get it. Let me put my kids in your mouth, bitch. I'm gonna turn your throat into a foster home. Oh, take this. Oh, take this oh, nut. That's impressive. That's uh, just so much. You stupid. They need to put him on whose line is it anyway? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> he needs the king of improv. You stupid or you smart? You stupid or you smart? You stupid or you smart? Chick, I'm smart with a mouthful of penis. Wesley Pipes will work your brain like a college freshman and make it nasty for me. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Damn, I'm all the way in that ass. Don't you shit on my dick. If I strike a nerve, you better let me know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Spit on my motherfucking balls. They should look like two disco balls in a second. <laughs> Spit on them. Don't be shy. You naked with the cameras rolling. Too late to be shy, girl. Well, that's true. Oh, Miss Miss Jack me. Miss Jackson ain't got shit on you. I can call you Miss Jack me because you nasty. (laughs) nasty. (laughs) Damn. It's a masterpiece theater playing in the background. Mr. Mox is going to sue him. Damn, listen. I'm about to come right in you, bitch. Don't even trip. I know it's early in the game, but this pussy too good to stop. I'm going to give you more dick, though. I ain't going to cheat you. I ain't ever going to cheat you. Don't trip. I remember that scene. Oh, um, Hold on, bitch. My dick caught up in your fishnets and shit. <laughs> stop. Stop all that screaming and hollering, bitch. If you can't handle it, just tell me to take some out. Say, daddy, take some out, and I'll take some out. Uh, you like that, you like the way I French kissed this pussy, don't you, bitch? You'd swear I was from Italy or somewhere, the way I French kissed this pussy. What? <laughs> I mean, that's funny because I actually thought he was from Italy. Wait, not France? But not France. From the whole, whole place. Hey, hey Rod, he over there playing mind games with her. She don't even know what's going on. Right. I've never, I've never heard anyone say you French kissed like you're Italian. Right. Uh, make that pussy breathe in and out while my dick all in you. Your pussy acting like it got asthma right now. Okay. Oh. Breathe. What the hell? Breathe on this dick. Make that pussy squeeze this dick. And the last one. Ass up, face down. Make that shit picture perfect. We on camera. The world gonna see this shit. This dick gonna make you famous. Oh, 
Now, Candace, now, after listening to all those lines, oh. doesn't it just turn you on to listen to that? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, like, like this. It, like, no part to that conversation. No, I mean, and, 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 and I guess as a woman, you just want to turn around and you be like, nigga, anything in me that made me want to bust a nut has died. It has died. <laughs> it has died. Because you is doing too much goddamn talking. Oh, man. That, somebody need a best of pipes uh, mixtape. I would, I would, I would pay money. I guess you know what your clip is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid money for the best of pipes mixtape, dog. Um, all right, so that was the uh, best of pipes uh, uh, official tipping clip. Um, Sterling's intervention. This is from the Nerd Off, one of our spinoff shows. I love that so many of our spinoff shows got nominated. Yep. Um, because it, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, cool. This is this is worth the money for everybody, you know. Yes, it is. But uh, there was an episode we had to have an intervention for Sterling. Um, I buy shit on Steam just because it's cheap. Like I have Farming Simulator 2013 because it cost me a buck fifty. Like I feel bad because I brought Tomb Raider for twenty dollars. I thought that was a steal. Now I'm hearing these Steam it, prices and I'm pissed. It makes no sense. I I have forty games right now on Steam and I don't got a computer to play them on. Just because they cheat. Right. Like, and we were going to get that kind of shit with, with the Xbox One, where basically when they were like, hey, nigga, Xbox sale coming, you just look at your wallet and say, I'm sorry, nigga, and you buy everything. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to say this, Sterling, but you might have a problem, man. Uh, I probably do. We actually uh, are here to, uh, you but, know, to help now, you out. Digital hoarder. Yeah, now, 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 but see. He said he buys Steam games and don't have a computer. Did anybody else hear that? Or was that just no, me? I heard that shit and I let it go. I was oh, like, okay. You just got it like that. Nah, they, nah, like, um, there's this website called Humble Bundle where you pay what you want and get like eight games. You pay above the average, you get the other game free. So like when THQ was going out of business, they were giving away all the THQ games. I paid like $5 and got all the Command and Conquers, all the Red Faction, and all the Saints Row. Like, that shit is dope. Right. Yeah. Just go ahead and play it, bro. Cause God you damn have it. You have an intervention. I'm not going through the intervention cry, yo. Yo, you're yeah, just. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I need to leave the room right now. Sterling, man, we all care about you, man. And we actually brought you here to. To, to talk to you about the way that your addiction is affecting all of us in your life, man. We just want you to, to get help today. You sold your computer for Steam Points, and now you can't play any of the games you brought with the Steam Points. You sold your computer for Steam Points. You have a problem. What can we do to, to get you to go to get help today? Nothing, man. I, I'm sorry. This is the life for me. I need this. I'm <laughs> why, are looking at, why are you looking at the title of his Steam games and imagining what they play like? <laughs> I'm really like, what's really fucked up is I'm on Steam right now looking at what's for sale. Uh, like, <laughs> you like me and books, dog. Like, I buy books and I don't read them, and then I look at my books like, look at all the books I got. Oh, uh, <laughs> Sterling's sitting up here like, Shogun 2. I bet that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> One one day I'm gonna read that book, dog. Right. Um, <laughs> one, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a PC again and play these games. <laughs> you know what? I might like, not finish all of that book, but I'm gonna read some of them. Look at right now. I got 66 games, and I don't think I played but two. Uh, so yeah, that was Sterling's intervention. Um, on the nerd off. Um, very fun time, man. Especially you can get all the guys together like that, man. 
I gotta try to get Brandon on that more often. I know he's super busy, but uh, always hilarious. It is. Um, another clip from the Nerd Off. Uh, the Nerd Off 17. This was Karen, uh, talking about the, when the guy who owned Nintendo died. And I tried to have a nice, sweet send off for him. I made a little joke and, uh, well, you guys Nintendo was and is, uh, you know, a, 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 a giant, man. And this dude is pretty much responsible for all of that. Um, it doesn't say anything about the fact that he keeps selling the same five games over and over uh, to the same people. But hey, you know, um, uh, we all have our shortcomings. And okay. You had to throw that in there, didn't you? Hey, yeah, a, a fool in his money is part of it, and hey, why shouldn't he get some? Yeah, and I, and, uh, I was gonna say this too. I hope now they do two things. Either come out with a real gaming console system. Oh, wow. Or either, um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So much shade. So much That's shade. That's cold, Karen. That, and oh, no, wow. No, and, the, and the reason why I'm saying that is because <laughs> I'm a Zelda fan, and fuck you for not putting Zelda on any other system. Fuck you, dead man. Yeah. I'm serious. And for only giving me one Zelda game per console every 15 years, it took you forever <laughs> to put that shit in HD. Um, yeah, that's I, my I, only complaint is that they didn't they didn't do anything with the graphics. And like I get it, they wanted to go for the motion capture stuff. Or the motion sensor stuff that now Connect is doing and whatnot, but um, okay, Nintendo, it's, it's time to step your game up. Yeah, and dude. and I mean, I, I hate the man died, but I hope with his death, you you you'll either do like Sega did, kind of break it up and say, you know what, we're we're just going to put our stuff out for everybody to play, mm-hmm. or either really seriously step your game up and do what you do what you should have done. And be on the same platform, and a lot of, and I, I think for me, the problem I have with Nintendo too, they're a huge ass money pit. It's like I put money in, okay, I only get bongo, bongo bars, okay, nothing else come out on bongo bars, okay, I put money in, now I got lightsaber, now I don't get no other goddamn lightsaber shit. It's it's a money pit, and right. and my thing is this, um, you will never ever ever sell as many games as y'all did for that last gaming system. It was simple, it was easy, and you fucked up because you got tons of people who would have never played video games, but you didn't do what you should have done to keep these people continuously buying video games. And so uh, that's why y'all came out with this shit, and people are almost giving them away for free now because people in America, like over in Japan, that shit's selling. But here, it's, it's like they are out of touch with the American consumer. Over there, it's selling. Over here, it's not. And so, like I said, I hate he died, but but y'all need to step your game up. I really did plan for that to be a sweet segment, um, <laughs> and I apologize. Uh, I should not have uh-huh. made that joke. <laughs> yeah, so that was Karen um, with her infinite slander for a dead man. <laughs> Couldn't even get time to rest in peace. Um, let's see what else we have. Um, Karen's porn labels from 464. Now, this one was difficult because... Um, that's literally like an hour of the show and i couldn't play all of that Mm -mm. so i just took a couple minutes from the discussion right before we got into karen's labels uh i believe so um this is uh, i believe the our guest was uh mr gates Mm -hmm. uh from the haterazi radio show which is now back um and uh i'll play that 
She said she just started watching it. So is this together, or are you just like, okay, well, yeah, I don't like that shit you watching. That show sucks. I'm watching this. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's more like she got her dancing with the stars porn, and I don't watch that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he got he got some of his stuff like, I don't fuck with Bane Bros. I think that shit is horrible. Right. So Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not a fan. Mm-mm. Maybe I just ain't found the right one yet, but every time I see it, it's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> she don't like the cameraman. Mm-mm. The cameraman be high-fiving in the background. Oh, get yeah. a bitch nigga, dog. I don't want to hear you. Where that, you come from? That cameraman is a dick. One, he's he's like Latino, but he's the white Latino. And yeah. and he says nigger, so that is one of those things I can't fuck with. Too. Yeah, oh, what? He, sa- he says what? He says nigger all the time. And it's a white dude, and it's oh, one of those yeah. things where I was like, you know what? No, I I I I I tap out. You know, I, it's one, and and I guess because I come here because I, I want to see you know some fucking. I didn't come here for your racial slurs. Well, it's like I said on uh Sandy check. This is what's funny, right? You watch a pornography. So you're watching someone get paid to have sex that the world can see. Yes. Right? And you got this cameraman, and there's a few times where he's had, like, a black actress, and they'll, like, pick up in the van. They do an interview, and then they start, they have sex with her, and the guy's commentating, and he's like, like, uh, dude will be fucking the chick. He's like, yeah, and the dude is white that's fucking her. He'd be like, yeah, get that shit, nigga, and, like, high-five the dude. And me with my dick in my hand suddenly expects the black porn star woman to grow to grow morals and shit and start being like, wait a minute, sir. Now, listen, (laughs) I will let you slap my titties. You can run a train on me. You can drive me around Miami. Mm -hmm. But I draw the line at racial slurs at the workplace. Pull over. And, uh, that never happens. No, I'm going straight to human resources and, 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 and <laughs> sexual human resources. You yeah. know, you put like this. I know that I fuck for a living, mm. but I have rights just like everybody <laughs> damn else. <laughs> I should be treated like a valuable slut in the workplace. <laughs> you know. But hey, they got rights I, I, too. I'm like, when it comes to porn. Like I, I probably I'm probably the most boring one because I can't see I can't watch a lot of shit like I cannot watch blowjob porn I don't want to see that. <laughs> I can't see anybody else's dick whatsoever. <laughs> but see, so you're into uh, like a uh, women only solo shit probably. Nah, not even that, man. Like man, I, when I was a kid, I, I would get off to like the the Fredericks of Hollywood uh, little little thing that came in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> I would get off to that. Yeah, I had to elevate my game, man. You know, throughout it's like it's like music, man. You have to stay on top of the game, Dark Hater, man. And uh, you know, the same way that I'm up on Kendrick Lamar, I have to be up on, you know, uh the latest Justin Slayer video, man. It's the it's the only way <laughs> to to stay in the game, bro. You can't you fall behind, next thing you know, uh you still jacking out the pictures in Playboy, man. And I, there's something yeah. pure and innocent about that. But uh, I, I'm but see, here's my problem. It's so surprises y'all are talking about. Like you watching mm-hmm. some shit, and I, I can't, you know, somebody, you know, do some gross shit. Like I hate when people <coughs> spit in porn. I'm like, why oh. don't you just spit? And see, that's see, that's another warning. Yeah. You know what? That's disgusting. Use lubricant. Yeah. I do not want whatever you ate for the day spit on me. No, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yeah, that was uh, I think like the beginning of when Karen got ready to go into her porn warnings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that was a that was a good episode. Four sixty four cans porn labels. Um, we also had um, ten types of black preachers, which another clip. It was episode four fifty uh, five forty eight. But 
also the clip would have been way too long so i couldn't find a usable clip of that um but you know obviously it's still nominated because a lot of people wanted that would nominate it mm-hmm. um and then the last clip is the sauce revolution episode 597 uh was a story about and here's the thing i have no problem paying story about when i went to mcdonald's for a sauce revolution all right mm-hmm. let me start it and here's the thing i have no problem paying the extra it's fine me whatever. either but i do know it's bullshit i used to work yes. at fast food restaurants they don't keep track of that shit the that's, only time they get mad is anecdotal, anecdotally a manager will be like, why'd you give away that sauce? It's like, cause motherfucker is not a real item. It's like giving away a package of ketchup. Nobody ever goes, well, well why'd you give them three ketchups? It's like if a motherfucker says, can I get three ketchups? You give them three ketchups into the stuffing. Yep. And some restaurants haven't got to the point that they will put no condiments in your bags unless you request it. Yeah. You know what I would like to do? Cause she put two ketchups in there and I didn't know. I wish I could have gave her the two ketchups back, back and be like, now take off, like, some of the scents of... Come on now, scents. let's swap. Like, okay, uh, let's say the ketchup, we'll negotiate it right now in this long-ass line of people behind me. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, gave a fuck. Yeah. Let, let's negotiate this right now. Uh Let's say the ketchups are five cents each, so I'll pay you 22 cents. Does that seem like a fair deal to you? So um the lady was like, okay, it's uh, 32 cents or whatever. So I said, okay. Cool, no problem. Big long ass line behind me, anyway. Yep, your that I, this is not my issue. You're gonna be the one with the pissed customers, yeah, not me. I'm going right back home. That's right. So I looked at my scrounge of my change, and I had exact change. <coughs> but I said, you know what? I'm a rebel. Fuck that. Here's thirty five cents. I don't, and, and make you give me the change too. So I gave her thirty five cents, and she said, "Ha ha, thank you." And then she turned around and walked away. Mm-hmm. And she like she gave me my sauce and walked away. And I just stayed there. That I want my change. So then they opened up the door again, and uh, she was like, what's going on, or something like that. Uh, and I said, yeah, uh, I want my change. That's right. And she was like, uh, you want them three that three cents? I was like, yep. Yeah, you charged me 32 cents, and I gave you 35. That's right. She's like, hold on. Got attitude. Oh, you get a motherfucker attitude with me, bitch, and you're the one that charged me? Right. And it wasn't like she could spit in my shit. I had my food already. That's, That's where true. you fucked up. That's true. You already had your shit. That's where you fucked up. I would have been way more polite. I mean, I'll never go to this McDonald's again. But I would have been way more polite. Because I'd be like, oh, you and got you know it. what? It wouldn't surprise me if she pocketed that change of some shit. I think she did, That's Karen. right. I didn't see her open up any register. Nope. Um, so I said, yeah, I want my change. And so all of a sudden she got all, <sighs> and then she turned around like, Barbara! Barbara! I need you to open up a register, please. I'm like, so you didn't even open up the register. You just going to keep my 35 cent. Of course. Or put it in there later or something. Or of course. 35 cent, ma'am. That- 30, 32 cents is way too high for a sauce anyway. But still, I want my chain. That's right. You're going to be an ass. I'm going to be an ass, too. You inconvenienced me. I could have been home, bitch. But you made me sit here and wait. So I want my damn chain. Just put the sauce in the bag. Pretend it's a robbery. Just put it in the bag. Stay alive. Most most of them do that, especially um for breakfast or for brunch, because they're like, I don't have no time to argue with you. Here's your goddamn chicken nugget sauce. Move on to the next customer. Right, and it was busy. Yeah. And I'm sorry, people behind me, but I don't have a regular daytime job no more. 
I, I can wait the five minutes. That, Fuck her. That, that's right. Somebody has you to stand up for you. I'm standing up for you in the line. I know that you're mad. I know it took you a couple extra minutes to get your sausage McGriddle or whatever, and I apologize for that. But <laughs> someone has to say enough you, is enough, you know and I am that man. <laughs> and you know what, baby? I bet she won't pull that shit again. I taught her a lesson. Yeah, you you really, really did. Because I bet you she's done that before. And I'm I, sorry. I know she makes two sixty two an hour. hour. I don't like to do this to people. I hate when people belittle customers. I didn't call her a name. I didn't get. I kept a smile on my face the whole time. Extremely polite. That's what but you I do. was like, I want my three cents as a customer. You can't steal it from me. You charged me for it, bitch. Give me the change. Right. And I didn't say bitch, but it's how I was feeling. But I was like, yeah, so um, just give me my three cents, and that'll be cool. So I said, Barbara, open up a register, please. Uh, he, wants, he wants his change. That's right. Like, you're fucking yes. You, you wanted your change for this motherfucking shit that you don't, your name, last name ain't McDonald. Ain't that the truth. Your last name ain't Ronald. Yeah. Trying to be I a mean, stickler. first name Ronald. So uh, she walked up, she walked back, like, it took like two or three minutes. Then she came back, and she was like, uh... Here's, here's your three cents, sir. No, she said, here's your three pennies. She said with attitude. So then I took, I took the, the change and I held it up to my fist to a face level mm-hmm. and then I dropped it on the ground and drove off. No, you did. Cause fuck her and fuck that policy is terrible and it's stupid. <laughs> I'll blame you. I will not tolerate this anymore and I'll do it to anybody else that tries to come between me and my sauces for free. It's goddamn ridiculous. Prices are already going up 75% every fucking week, and they don't pay y'all shit anyway, and they won't take care of your health care. Join me in the revolution. So uh, that was the <laughs> Sauce Revolution uh, episode 597, the Sauce Revolution. So you guys can go vote for those in Funniest Moment. Medicine in the Glasses, episode 587. Best of Wesley Bites, 549. Sterling's Intervention, The Nerd Off, number seven. Karen on Hiroshima Yamauchi, uh, The Nerd Off, 17. Karen's Porn Labels, 464. Ten Types of Black Preachers or The Sauce Revolution. Go place your votes. Um, for best episode, we had several different ones nominated. Um, and, you know, you can got, go back and list them if you want to. Um, or, you know, check about however you, however you get a chance. But, uh, you know, um, we, we had, uh, uh, Shirley Wong's episode, Mm -hmm. uh, which was called Genital Property Law 517. Now, I believe Shirley is the one who, um, who nominated that one. But, I mean, what's to stop y'all from voting? I'm trying to tell you, if if folks out there were smart, they would have voted for themselves. A lot of, Mm-hmm. Podcast like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure we get on the list. I like me a woman that knows what she wants, you know. Um, Black Batman was uh, also nominated. Uh, that was episode six sixteen. Um, that's what we had beating the block on with us. Uh, Karen's porn labels, episode four sixty four. That was nominated. Me, you, and Mr. Gates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big booty brains, which is why I think. Before I say that, let me search it. But I think we had Sarome on. Uh, no, we had Litter Brothers on. Four, 591 mm-hmm. was Big Booty Brains, where we found out that people with big booties have big brains. The Real House Husbands 3 episode, Cut the Checks, uh, where me and Justin uh, tried to open up a new shop. And it did not go well. <laughs> uh, episode 528, Dude Bros and the Scorning, where obviously uh, we dealt with the... Uh, 
I had to, went through the whole ordeal with Luke Dog and his boys, mm-hmm. or Luke Dog, I believe was his name. And 585 Dinner and a Show. This is the episode where we got back from Durham meeting Fonte and Chris Lambert in person. Mm-hmm. So you guys can all go check those out. Best interview, uh, medium talk number one, Afrocentric. Uh, obviously you guys know Zan, she's been on the show several times now, but we, uh, had her on and, um, you know, talk, I talked to her one-on-one. Let's back and good. Number three, Chef Kenny Gilbert. Uh, this is a Karen talk to, uh, uh, he was on what top chef, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, t- uh, Chef Kenny Gilbert, celebrity, um, doing her show. You know, she gets, she gets the ballers apparently. Yes, I do. Uh, medium talk 14 where I talked to Sterling. It was episode of the wound God and uh, we talked about, uh, you know, the disease that he lives with and like, uh, what all he has to do to deal with it. And, uh, mm. that was cool because, you know, Sterling doesn't really talk about it a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people really enjoyed it. I did. Uh, medium talk number two, Shabby. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Well, I talked to Shabby, um, uh, live from wherever he was at, but, uh, we had a good conversation. Medium talk seven, Lisa Dean. Uh, Lisa Dean, who's like a cartoon artist and mm-hmm. like, uh, animated, uh, taught herself how to animate and all the stuff. She did, uh, Chill Town and she's working on something right now. So, uh, that was cool. And Mino Talk 4 and the Jay LaRee. Um, I was surprised, like, some of these categories, and I'll probably go through and talk about ones that I thought I would have got nominated and didn't, but, uh, last one, Best Argument. Okay, everybody knows we keep a pretty funny show here, but every once in a while, things get pretty serious. Yes, they do. Uh, so best argument. Here's one where it was Balls D Sports 32, where my man Vic was on, and we were talking about Dwayne Wade. Uh, now that was another one we had about Jameis Winston, but Dwayne Wade was the one I took the clip of, so. Uh, check this out. Right, well, uh, especially now Wade, while we know he was yeah. fucking Gabrielle. Dwayne Wade was definitely cheating on her, bro. Oh, he probably was. Yeah, Again, that, he was, that's uh, the beginning uh, of the end, dog. Look, I, look, when you dating the, those kind of guys, I mean, those kind of guys, she had him when he wasn't shit. Okay. She didn't. She's not some fucking groupie. Right. Everyone is not like you, a one woman, uh, a one woman man. Right. I mean, but on, that don't uh, make them right. That just make you the asshole. <laughs> yeah. That makes them wrong. Exactly. They, they you knew you wasn't a one woman man school. before you did that. They've been together okay. since middle school. She, in high school, he was homeless, and she gave him a place to stay. She went to her mom and the way way gave her a place to stay when no. he got to the NBA. So but she he got her had an NBA without her. You can't, not, have, no, you can't say that. Vic, no, this is no, exactly you can't what say y'all, that. Vic, so exactly many players have tell. worse lives than Dwayne Wade and still nah, make it out. Nah, he wouldn't nah. have been going to school because right. he was homeless. Uh, a lot of guys don't go to school and still make it to the NBA. No, they don't. Who are these guys? Name uh, three. Uh, oh, oh, uh. What college would uh, he have gotten into? Yeah, name three. They go right out of high school. Uh, Mark Stoudemire. Did you see the schools that he went to? That's six, one. Six, seven schools. Right, uh, but he had a home. But he had places to stay, though. No, he, he didn't have a, a place to he stay. He wasn't homeless. No, he so didn't. He, he, no, his mother was in prison. He that, had that a home. But he wasn't homeless. I, he would have. He didn't need his girlfriend's family to literally give uh, him a place okay, to stay. Okay, look. We, are we going to not give women the she credit? crazy. Are we not going to give her any I, I mean, credit? Because this is exactly what the, the men like you say that no, they want no, women to do. No, you're not going to give me that label. This is exactly you're what men like you say y'all want these women to do. No. Y'all say, man, we want a woman that support us Hold on the us way down. up. Don't try to just come get me when I'm already got my things. You you got to support me right now when I still got Sally Mae after me so that we could be together later on. Do you well, know what I'm 
she was because they both nuts. was with the women that had they back before they had anything. Right, she was and nuts. They had that. It kind of was like, "Where you still with she, your Yeah, if LeBron, yeah. if LeBron but, leaves Miami, it's Dwayne Wade's fault. But she was Tell nuts. Me right like, like, I mean, here's Balls the thing: deep. is look, I'm not saying that Dwayne Wade was. I don't know how he was as a husband, but the thing is, that any, uh, we do know. I, 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 I love cheating. Okay, 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 so he cheated. Yeah. But yes. here's the thing. I okay, mean, okay, and, and so. I'm, okay. Oh, that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no. Yes. He's still a good father because. Yes. Because Cause, cause we just assume. Okay, do you, do you guys care what your father did in your marriage? Yes. I don't. I do. I don't. I do I, care. I, as long as my father wasn't abusive to my mother, their marriage between my mom and, 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 my, and my father is two different things. Hey, man, let's move on with that. Okay. That's All the right. craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. I know it was not crazy. Okay, don't but, you love your mama? I love my mama. So but, if your dad is putting your mom through shit, you just like I don't care. It's not. I that, give a fuck. I don't I, know what I, my I mom too. does in her relationship. <laughs> I don't know what my dad did in his marriage. I would marriage. care about that too. I just don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want to know. Why you think so many? People, I don't want to know. Why you think so many people do hate their daddies? No, they don't hate their daddies because daddies weren't there. No, but right. come on. Right. Because right. it matters. Because it matters. Right. Because they, saw, cause they saw what their mom had to go through without that nigga. Yeah, I know. But my father was there. And so that's all that matters. But if he was cheating and acting the fool, you wouldn't be like, I mean, yeah, I would have too much, man. Your mom but out. It, 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 it wouldn't change the relationship. If he gave your mom an STD, you would just be like, that's cool. Oh, okay. If he tell your mama to go get a breast job and a facelift because she's yeah. ugly. You would be, not, like, be that's like that's abuse though. That's physical. That's emotional. Right. Abuse. That's, that's what, what he was saying. I said abuse. I said, I said. I said. Long, but no. Look. She. She was nuts. She can't. You don't even it. know that. So and that <laughs> that goes off for like ten minutes. Oh man, I miss Vic. Man, I wish he would come back. That's my dog. But um, yeah, he was so crazy. Um, <laughs> that day. Like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? Um, I'm glad it was just y'all. It wasn't no woman in the room. Uh, you just had that moment where you're like, am, am I crazy? Like, I'm no, glad Justin was there because it was you're like, not crazy. It started making me feel like I must be the crazy one because apparently this is not a big deal, even the children. Like, I, I feel like that shit would fuck a kid up. And that's why a lot of fucked up adults because <coughs> of shit like this. Um, we also had a episode, uh, what was it? 578 where we had, uh, Tastes Like Fried Chicken on. And the entire episode was named Feminism. And here's only two minutes from that episode. But uh, it was uh, Everybody Against Chill. Because the chill is going to be me. Because you can find. Because you can find. Because you can find. Okay, what about a disabled woman? No, don't try to change it. I've, I've made a scenario, no, Chill. No, Answer the no, fucking no, question. No, Answer the question, no, Chill. No, don't try to make up some no, new no, shit. You scared to answer the question? Yes or no? Are women women? Are you scared to answer the question, Chill, is what I want to know. Do you have the balls to put them on like Owen? Do you have the balls to put them on this question or not? I'm asking you a direct question. Are you just going to be like, look, I'm just for equality. You to do And they go, well, you're a woman. I'm not paying you. That's the end of it. All of a sudden, you are a feminist because it's like paying my motherfucking money. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm a humanist. Because you know what? All people should make the same for doing the same work. Why do you have to put a label to it? Because like, only the woman in this scenario is not getting the what? money. You're limited because you're limiting your rod. I'm you not limiting, limiting anything. You are put no. Because you know what? Because as soon as you can say, oh, okay, okay, I feel that I should make as much as you do. 
And you know what? It has nothing to do with our gender. It's because yes, it does. I told you. I told you it has something to do with your gender. I told you. I'm not paying you because you're a woman. Right, right, right. You're discriminating against me. Because right, because you're a woman. My argument, not as a woman, as a human. Yeah, as a woman. No, as a woman, because you have a vagina, I will not pay you. Who happens to be a woman? Right. No, as Are a woman. Are you a man that's black or you a black man? As a what woman, I will not pay you. What you? You keep trying to change the scenario. Are you a man that's black or are you a black man? Listen, if someone told me I'm not paying you because you're black, then you are discriminating against black people. That is a policy against blackness. Right. Yes, right. that is the right. answer. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying <laughs> is, are you a black, just answer my question. Are you a black man or are you a man that's black? What? What the fuck? I'm both. Actually, I'm question. both. I'm both, actually. Yes. Uh, so that was just one clip. Oh, man. It's weird listening to myself uh, be on 10. <laughs> yeah, because you normally are not on 10. <laughs> With people I love. <laughs> and care about. <laughs> you are passionate. And they be talking about, I'm passionate. Mm-hmm. I actually held that one in for like an hour because I didn't say anything for like the first hour of the show because I was like, it just kept getting worse. But uh, it was funny, though, because at the end, I was just playing devil's advocate. I agree with Chill. So ah! um, we also had a episode where it was a lo- someone put this up for best argument. I felt like it was a lot more subdued than an argument. But uh, everybody got that took their turns and talked eloquently. But uh, it was about Don Lemon on episode 535. We talked with uh, brown skin and glasses. Like, if we're throwing trash on the ground where we live and all this other stuff, why, why would someone want to help? Because also, the civil rights movement, there were white people walking with black people. Like, we were doing all of it together. That was when it was America. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if we're, we want this help, what, I mean, show, but, let's, what but, are we showing? Okay, okay. and, and, and I, I agree with you, but also, when you get down to the root of the issues, I guess to me, it's did something. I feel like when it comes to, when you talk about this issue, it's a really, 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 really complex issue. And a lot of times, a lot of people want to take something large and they want to simplify it really, really, really tiny and get a flat answer and rub it across the board and want it to apply to everybody. Um, Because this is the thing. The thing about it is that people that live in these communities with this trash, a lot of them don't want to live in the community with this trash. You know, people act like people want to be in these places. Um, and I think that a lot of times when you go back to the poverty and all that stuff, these are issues that have got to be solved, but they got to be solved at the root of the problem. And at the root of the problem is not simple as pull up your pants, button your clothes, go out and walk. It's, it's a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, I think it's an oversimplification, especially of like the civil rights era. It's not just because people are wearing suits or, or whatnot, like, you know, it, the conditions of the 50s and the 60s forced people to have to collect to, to have change. Like, there's a reason that people were more uniform at the time. is because our issues were more uniform. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we don't have the, the same, same issue. uniform right. issues. Like, mm-hmm. if class is such a big factor in America that literally a black person that makes a certain amount of money can kind of just be like Don Lemon and say, pull your pants up mm-hmm. to other people and walk away from it. He, like he, I did my part. I said, pull your pants up and pick up some trash and be like, I'm done with this shit. The thing that um about Lemon's comments that struck me was I thought he framed it 
very uh, badly uh, right. for what he was trying to do. You start off with a known race baiter and go, this guy was trying to tell black people to get this shit together and he ain't go far enough. Like, you think Bill O'Reilly gives a fuck about some black people. No. Don't, d- let's no, stop. Bill O'Reilly cares about ratings. Right. And, and <laughs> Capitalism. Thing, you, know, I, I, you know, I think that it's very um, interesting that we're having this conversation on the 50th anniversary on the... the I, I have, have a dream speech. We tend to... Um, we accept history as it is, like it's a very simplified, what we are given in elementary school, you know, Martin Luther King was a great man, and Martin Luther King made this speech, and he wanted everyone to be happy and free, and blah, blah, blah. but we have to really examine that time. Not all of us were in that same uh, school of thought. You know, remember, there was quite a few black people were like, They did not want this to happen. Martin is going too fast. Yeah. You should, we're starting trouble. You're going to just make trouble. Um, the, and then you had folks who would be another school of thought of like a Malcolm X was like, look, we don't need to try to have these white people like us. Mm-hmm. We need to do our own thing and raise us up from our, from our own bootstrap type of thing. Yeah. You know, so even back then, we had many different schools of thought, many yeah. different uh, attitudes and um, ideas of what it would be to make it. What would it be? Like, you know, do you want to work within the system? Do you want to come from without the system? Or is there a way to, like, have a happy balance of the two? Like, you have to really think about what is your level of, of success? What does it mean for you to be equal and free? And then work toward that. Right. And, and and I agree. And 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 I, and I, and I guess to me, uh, the way I look at it is this: if if we really want to get in America, I guess to me, when African Americans are considered free, we actually need to get to the point where you can have a black man in a suit and a black man when in, in a thug with his pants sag, and they still are considered the same. But in our country, and even in our own community, we're still not looked at the same. So those are all of the clips from the tippies for 2013. Mm-hmm. If you did nominate one, if you missed something, it's too late. It's too late now. It's voting, and the voting will be happening for two weeks, and yeah. then we're going to do another show to tell y'all the winners. Yep. So uh, and if you think about nominating one of the shows from the first two months of this year, you can do that go, now. Go do it now, you know, so that you won't miss it next time. Um, yeah, because there are a lot of moments that pass that we think about that don't get nominated, because I think sometimes people don't either don't go back that far or they forget to jot it down and yeah. stuff like that. Surprised my brother didn't uh, get nominated as one of the best guests. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that great Facebook story. Um, one, uh, like, uh, there was uh, something else, too. Oh, when I interviewed Scarfinger. Yeah. I was shocked that didn't make it. A lot it. of people talked about that one. You know, so, uh, yeah, go check all that stuff out, man. Um, yeah, and also, uh, for those of you that are like, oh, <coughs> they're talking about shows that I've never heard before. This is a chance for you to actually go uh premium and yeah. listen to a lot of uh the shows roger does a great job with his interview show uh medium talk so it looks like you go you're gonna win one this year you you might outdo me this year baby well you know uh i had i saw the competition and i decided to step it up you know to see what exactly i needed to do you know because uh i, I refuse to take a second a back seat to anybody okay so once i was challenged <laughs> 
i knew that uh it was it was my year yeah so. I, I i need to uh i need to step my game up you know it, it really looks like i'm gonna have to get my crown up because uh uh you and justin did a sweep in the first category that mm-hmm. that wasn't it but balls deep and balls deep was nominated a lot so well, you're still nominated in a couple categories you could still win technically the category so we'll see where it goes from it you got some pretty strong um competition no i was gonna say contributions oh yes you got some pretty strong uh stuff here so i'm a little nervous i don't think it's gonna be easy to take this year no no it's it, this is gonna be fun and for those of you that are nominated go ahead and post and tweet and facebook and do what you got to do to get you know jump up them votes because people like while we were actually doing the show people like literally actually immediately went out there and started voting so uh you guys uh who want to win tippies uh get on it uh so i guess we should uh try to do a couple show related things for today's episode okay um there's a <laughs> there's a story uh we talked about hardy's yesterday mm-hmm. there's a story about burger king uh-oh um apparently tears because of what was written about her apparently um they had some fucked up stuff happen with a receipt. Here we go. Oh. Tears because of what was written about her on this receipt she was given at a local fast food restaurant. It's so crude and insulting, we had to blur the words out. It's a story you'll see only on CBS 6. I'm Stephanie Rochon. And I'm Bill Fitzgerald. CBS 6's Joe St. George is at the Burger King in South Richmond today asking questions. He joins us now in the studio with what he's found. Joe? Yeah, good evening, Bill. Good evening, Steph. The customers say that the receipt is offensive. The franchise owner of the Burger King telling me they have never had this happen before and an internal investigation is underway to determine what employee did this. This is the affected customers make known they did not have it in their way. They did not have it their way Saturday night. Their way. And I'm going to have to bleep the whole thing, but could you read what it says? It says a this Richmond woman has a whopper of a complaint with Burger King after going to this Southside ah! Plaza location Saturday night, getting her meal and this receipt that said her customer name was three words inappropriate for television. I mean, it's no excuse for it. Equally upset is the woman's mother-in-law, Miss Laurel, who paid for the food. And while she didn't want to show her face either, she did <coughs> want to show her emotion, fighting back tears during our conversation. But this is more than an insult. I mean, calling you names on a piece of paper, that'll hurt somebody. Miss Laurel said what hurt even more is that when she complained to management, the meal wasn't refunded. He just <gasps> apologized and gave me back the receipt. We went to the Belt Boulevard. She is crying, y'all. Burger King in Richmond looking for answers. The district manager who was in the building told us they were, quote, Dealing with it, franchise owner John DiParlo told CBS 6 late Monday he was, quote, upset, hoping video surveillance will discover the exact employee who did this. As for legal options, attorney Todd Stone says a court case could be a tough sell. We probably need to be some sort of a publishing of it, not just handed to her on a receipt. While Miss Laurel hasn't made a decision about that, she has made a decision to stay away from BK. They won't get my business anymore. I make my own burgers. I can make my own burger. You know, she can make her own burger. Probably have uh, bell peppers and onions, onions and, and uh, breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. It'd be served on two slices of Wonder Bread with you can rip off the uh, crust. 
American cheese. And soak through the Wonder Bread. Of yeah, course. American cheese melting all over your fingers. Extra thick piece of tomato. Mm-hmm. Take a bite and start falling apart. She could have made that. Mm-hmm. And Burger King Corporate did tell CBS 6 they are working with the franchise owners on the investigation. And if the receipt is in fact true, it's a clear violation of their customer service policy. We will let you know of any developments. More on this. So the, what it said on the actual receipt, because they bleeped it out, bitch-ass hoes. Bitch-ass hoes was the uh, label for the receipt there. So, And the, the, the thing about it is that I don't know if people realize this, but a lot of times, in, and I've even seen it in, like, Lenny's and other places where in the place where you can, like, type names, like, people mm-hmm. have control over that shit. So I've seen, like, people write, like, funny names for their several, like, server Big Bird or some shit like that, but nothing offensive or anything like that. And somebody... Uh, literally like physically type that in there so it would print out that way for them and it's one of those things what was fucked up was that they was like oh well it was like um you're not gonna give me my money back now Mm -hmm. which of course means Just fucking with them black people. Just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Yeah. Uh, a hundred for Burger King. Good job. Uh, they got that hundred with the not giving back that um change. Come on, like, now. they wouldn't even refund the meal. It's like, uh, well, ma'am, technically, you, you guys are some bitch ass hoes. So. Uh, this uh puts yeah. us in an awkward position because uh, I do feel you got your burger. And they better and... be glad that that was the older lady mm-hmm. and and not somebody really, really ratchet because they'd have told him Burger King to pieces. Uh, also, up for fucking with black people, UCLA Law School. Oh, snap. Yeah. And I don't know what to think about this, okay? Okay. Because <clears throat> on the one hand... <clears throat> obviously this is a problem it's pretty detailed um and there's like an eight minute video of it that they put out and everything but long story short there's like a professor there who um has had some very anti um affirmative action things to say uh the school actually does not put black students in his class anymore wow Mm -hmm. because everybody in there probably fucking flips a fool once he starts talking yeah, so they, the students got together, um, and I want to say, uh, uh, there's uh, 1,100 students and like 33 of them are black. And they basically wanted to start like a black student, like a awareness campaign called the 33 because they feel marginalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like different, I want to say it was volleyball teams or something like that. And there were some students that made like team and then that the professor who's against affirmative action, his his name, you know, like team such and such, you know. And so people were feeling like, hey, man, y'all shouldn't be doing that. You know, you're here with your black classmates. That dude is not to be celebrated. No. Um, You know, like when you're this isn't just a theory. This is my life. You know, did I have to live every day? Right. So um, the uh, so they have like people in the video and um uh like it's uh, it's eight minutes long man i don't want to play the whole thing but i'll play a little bit so you guys can hear the tone but it's so sad it's almost like an infomercial uh you know like where it's just like come pet this puppy you know 
but uh yeah they go by the 33 um and they're just trying to raise awareness for the fact that uh it's a very uh hard emotional toll placed upon them as students of color at ucla i'll wait till you finish but i have a question I agree to participate in the awareness campaign because I am so tired of being on this campus every day and having to plead my humanity, essentially, to other students. I feel like an outsider constantly, and I don't feel like at my own school I can solely focus on being a student. And it feels like I'm in another country, European country, actually, but actually, like, I don't know. It, it feels like there's a lot of pressure on me to do well, which I don't necessarily mind, but it's just, it's hard. Being in class um, as the only black woman was really hard. It feels isolating. It feels horrible. It feels like there's a lot of pressure, a lot of weight. Um, feels like I don't belong. It feels like unwelcoming and hostile. Um, it's lonely, upsetting. I feel like I get here and, you know, I'm one of three black students in my section and I'm told that that's impressive. And I get here and I'm told that I'm one of 11 black students in my class and that that's impressive. And I wasn't impressed. People at our school are a reflection of society and society still, <coughs> unfortunately, people in society still suffer from thinking about other people along the lines of mental constructs from the colonial era. And even if it's not in a way that's obvious, like, I think this person is less intelligent because they have the skin color. There's a lot of underlying assumptions about other people because of what they look like. I feel my classmates' eyes on me, particularly for discussing something that brings race, and especially race and gender, um, into play. It's so far from being a safe space that it almost feels like staying at home would be better for my mental health, for myself, than being in class. Law school was, was unique for me because when you're in class, you know, you're taking certain classes like crim law or con law and issues come up and I've never felt the burden before to have to represent my community until I came to law school. And it's not a good feeling to have. It feels like a lot of pressure for one, being like the one person from my neighborhood, which is a predominantly black neighborhood, that went to college and let alone law school, it's like I kind of have to prove myself for the whole black community as well as represent the whole black community for the rest of the majority of the school that isn't black. Um, so it's just a constant burden of pressure and like <clears throat> constantly policing myself also. Um, just being aware of what I say and how it can be interpreted because I essentially am like the representation of the black community. Um, I had a teacher my first semester who 
had a lot of views that I didn't agree with, especially when it came to gender issues. And I started to feel like I was the only person who was really talking in class um, and speaking up about those issues. And at one point in the semester, I really felt like people just stopped listening to me because I kind of got written off as um, a little too aggressive, a little too mouthy. And I felt, uh, I felt like me, the fact that I was a black woman really, really, um, it played a lot in, into why people stopped listening to me. Um, and I felt like if there were maybe more black women in the class, maybe just five of us, um, there could have, people could have seen more of a, a variation in our responses to what was going on in class and what I felt like was sexism in the classroom. You know, maybe I could have not been the angry black woman, but I maybe would have been the kind of moderately angry black woman. And then we had a nice black woman. Then we had a, what you know, if there were some more of us, more variation, I think it would have been just good for the classroom environment and good for me to because I wouldn't have felt like I had to always be speaking up, feeling the need to speak up, but then also feeling the need to not want to speak up because I felt like people weren't listening to me. And I also felt like the institution and the you know, the, the professor was a policing me in these ways to kind of keep me quiet. In, in terms of just, you know, being able to find that, that confidence um, to just speak out, um, I think for one thing, you know, and, and whether or not my fellow classmates think it's quite annoying that I do this or not, I, to be honest with you, I really don't care. Um, I think that it's extremely important for um, members of, a, of, of an even more discreet minority community um, that doesn't have so much of a presence, uh, or in many ways, I mean, uh, I think American Muslims of my generation are, you know, some of the first ones to come into law school in such numbers. Um, and so, you know, I find that hesitancy in a lot of a lot of the a lot of my fellow Muslim students who just don't want to be don't 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 even want to speak about some of the issues that are facing the community. I'm in a room of 80 people, just sitting by myself, and everywhere I look, no one can help me. No one can jump in. No one can at least acknowledge what I'm saying has any truth. I feel like, I feel like Maxwell should start singing in the background of this. Um, but yeah, that's the video, basically, most of it. I, I, I played as much as I could, okay, guys? Um, but, um, yeah, so they're having a hard time, um, as not having a lot of people there with them. Which I think makes the best advertisement for HBCU ever. Um, and whenever people shit on HBCUs, I'm gonna definitely bookmark this video. Because this is one of the things I've always said. Is that, um, th I didn't have this struggle at school mm -hmm. with my confidence. And, like, I feel like my school prepared me to uh, understand that I could only rely on myself. And there was not going to be any favoritism shown to me for being of any race, color, gender, whatever, as far as um, like that. Like, you know, you didn't get to a HBCU because of any level of um, affirmative action. Mm -mm. Like, in fact, it's, it's reversed. Black. Yeah, right. In fact, so, it's reversed. White people apply to HBCUs so that they could qualify for right. affirmative action. It's, it's the reverse. Um, and then you're amongst your peers. You have a certain culture. You start one thing I've, I've always found, uh, that people that shit on HBCUs that really like praise white education, um, 
and that's not everybody but just the people that do that i feel like it's an insecurity inside and one thing i've always found is that a lot of those people don't have strong love for black culture period they don't have strong love for different walks of life for black people Mm -hmm. and instead they're always looking for recognition and they're looking for validation from other people's cultures specifically white people that they're never going to get ever like these white people don't care about you what you don't need an eight minute video to know that you know i could have told you this shit when i was in fifth grade like no white people and it's not that they're evil or they're negative or Mm, it's just in general people in general don't care about each other ain't that the truth so you know the the idea that i'm trying my best to get my ucla law degree as well as you are Mm. so i as, as a person on an individual level i don't care that you don't have any peers assimilate or shut the fuck up that's pretty much the bottom line when it comes to this level of uh school you know nobody's sitting around going Oh, what about LaShonda? She's struggling and she doesn't have a lot of friends. They're like, uh, fuck you. I have to study as well as you have to study. So, um, you know, and, and I, and I mean, it sucks that they're finding out this way, but it's almost like, why are you shocked? Why is there an eight minute video basically of y'all whining about this shit? Why is there even sad music behind this? Cause I feel like I'm not the audience for this. White mm-hmm. people are supposed to watch this and feel sad and, and they're not take it easier on y'all like what what is the ultimate goal from this that you want that's what i want to know and they're not and not more black people getting in is that is that what it's supposed to be they're not letting enough black people they, in and they've changed the laws out in california they've actually changed uh some of the laws as far as acceptance and things like that and how people get in and uh, uh their numbers have actually dropped of people just of color across the board because i want to say that did they get rid of affirmative action mm-hmm. or something like that? If I'm not mistaken, let me know if I'm wrong. And when they did that, they talked about how sharply the numbers dropped or the, or the school looked at affirmative action a little differently. <coughs> and then everybody wonders why all these races drop out. And then it's one of those things, too, to where a lot of uh, white people get angry when they feel like they can't, quote unquote, get into these universities that are already tough and hard to get into. And the second that they don't get into it because... The second that they don't get into it, it's because you got too many black folks other than you just didn't qualify. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it seems kind of weird that, to me, the the ulti- what I want to know is what is the ultimatum of this video? You know, like, I listened to six minutes of that because I was like, when are y'all going to get to the point where you're like, and this is what ultimately needs to happen to fix this? I'll, I'll play some more just because now I want to know, like, you, you got me for six minutes. What are these last two minutes? What's going to happen where i go oh okay so you guys want this thing you know what do you want them lower standards do you want them to just let in more black people are they not are they turning black people away like what's going on you know obviously i mean i think um in terms of minority representation in the legal classroom setting or just campus in general um it's absolutely vital because obviously the law is something that's intimately involved with people's stories and people's lives and how they're able to, um, you know, interact with one another, they're able to sort of um, be able to protect themselves from abuse of power. Um, And, you know, one thing that is lacking often uh, is the perspective of minority groups who have actually sort of lived the reality. I think if I could look around my classroom and see faces that I identified with, I wouldn't feel so alone, I wouldn't feel so afraid being there. I feel 
being a student of color on campus, I feel a great deal of responsibility, whether it's um, seeking support systems that other people don't have to seek out, um, whether it's being extremely involved in order to feel invested at a school that I go to. Um, it's a lot of energy that I expend that I feel like the average classmate doesn't have to do um, because they don't have to try and create space for themselves on campus or create space for future black students. Um, so that's, I feel like, is a big burden that I carry that so many of my peers don't have to worry about because they're not here to make space for future generations. They're here to get an education. They're here to make money in the future. They're here to for their own personal gain. When I'm here, constantly thinking about everyone else that I want to be able to occupy this space. I think oftentimes when you talk about diversity on campus, it turns into a political or ideological debate and you forget who it's really about. You forget the people. You forget what it's like on the ground and no one pays attention to the 33. It's just their ideology. Hmm. So, I, go ahead. And I, and I guess for me, <coughs> this, okay, it's several things wrong with this. Number one, this is what happens when you bring children up in this quote-unquote post-racial society that people try to make up that don't exist, that they keep saying that your color don't matter, you know, everybody loves you and all this shit. That's, that's, that, that's false. This is what happens when you... uh don't educate children, especially black children, that it's okay that you're different and you're different, but love you, love your culture, love your race, be comfortable. A lot of this is, I think a lot of times when people do this, they're not comfortable in their own skins. Not saying that their issues aren't valid, but you have to understand the environment that you're walking into. You're walking into a university that is predominantly white, which means the, which means the culture is not going to be conducive to you, period. And it's just one of those things where that just goes along with the territory. It's one of those things where at universities that are predominantly white, while a lot of the black students get together, which is what you're doing, which is which is what most black students do in predominantly white universities. There's nothing wrong with that. But sitting and whining and crying and complaining, is it going to fix the problem and it isn't going to fix the issue? And making this video isn't going to fix anything either. It's one of those things where you got to do more than cry. You literally have to sit down and make a change. And the funny part about it, too, is that, like you said, this right here is a great example of why... Um, a, a lot of black people choose and opt to go to HBCUs because it's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with being the outcast. I don't want to deal with people looking at me like I didn't quote unquote deserve to be here. I don't want to deal with people looking at me like I'm less than. I don't want to deal with, um, having to fight and struggle and dealing with professors that don't respect me, uh, for whatever reason it may be. And it's just one of those things to where, um, HBCUs have their places. No HBCU isn't for every black person. I completely understand that. But to, but a lot of times when it comes to HBCUs, people, uh, quote unquote, and even a lot of black people act like HBCUs are less than or nigger education. And, and I have a lot of issues and a lot of problems with that being someone that went to an HBCU because accredited university is accredited university across the board. They don't change the standards just because it's an HBCU. Yeah, I, I'll be the one to say it. Um, 
shut the fuck up and stop whining you fucking babies you're grad students you're not kids you're not 17 to 18 year old kids like you guys know the score you're trying to go into a a, a profession in a in a land where you're going to be dealing with this shit for the rest of your fucking life Mm -hmm. and at some point you got to man up this is my problem with liberals this is my problem with black academics you cannot always seek validation from these white people Sometimes you got to stake out your spot and be like, I'm fucking here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to deal with it. I'm tough as you. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. You know, like and either they're going to respect you or not. Yeah, this whiny ass sad music behind the video and shit. Like, and then the fact that there's no real ultimatum, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you guys are law students. Why the fuck didn't you end the video with? And these are the things we want to see changed. This, you know, when you're just, like basically, I there's not a lot of black people here. Okay, cool. You knew that go. I thought you knew that going in. You're not ignorant. You're not stupid. And like you said, your graduate levels. So this is this whole concept is not new to you. Yeah, it's tough, guys. It's tough. The world is tough. Life is tough. You're trying to achieve at a level where there's not a ton of black representation in the world. Period. You're going to. It's going to be lonely at the top. Yes, it is. You know, it's like uh, Jay-Z said, dominoes, dominoes, only a few blacks the higher I go. You know, where it's like, yeah, it's it's going to it's gonna spread out, guys. And you guys are paving the way, and there is pressure there, but you don't need to fucking complain about it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and, and the only reason this happened was because, like I said, their, their fellow white students, some of them were callously wearing these shirts supporting this professor who's against affirmative action. You know, so they were like, oh, I, I thought these were my friends. And this is a wake up call for them going, oh, these aren't our friends. These these people don't give a fuck about us. Like to us, they're they still think of us as affirmative action. They still think of us as less than they still think of us as a concept, a theory and not a human being, not a complete person. And even those that think of us as complete people, they go, well, Sharon, it's not about you. You know, I'm wearing this shirt because I do believe affirmative action hurts black people, but it's not about you. And real talk, they're wearing that shirt because it is about you. They're going, you shouldn't be here and I should be. Why? Because I'm white in America and I earned my spot and you're black. So you were given your spot here. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. Regardless of what studies and statistics show when it comes to a lot of that, a lot of times when it comes to blacks getting accepted into universities, a lot of times uh, they have to work twice as hard, be better and sharper. And it doesn't faster. matter. It doesn't but matter. But in their mind, they're like, you still didn't deserve it. And, and you should be here. And not just that, but you're seeking this from a person that don't give a fuck about you. Ain't that the truth? You're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. and it's okay and it's just one of those things where you have to accept the reality of that and just move on and 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 my thing is that how does he still have his job how does how does he still have his job and you tell black people not to apply for his class am i the only one that does not understand this (coughs) they don't enroll first of all it's tenure because that's how college works so okay. it's different than regular jobs right you've been there a certain amount of time you can almost do anything okay um but second of all um so you're not in his class. Fuck him. Go to the, like this. This is the world you're in. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to have these stupid ass beliefs, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. He's not overturning affirmative action by himself. No, he's not. He just doesn't believe in it, and some of your classmates agree with him. Yes, they do. That's life. And you're a lawyer for a living. You're gonna have to be arguing different points of view and dealing with ignorant perspectives for the rest of your life. Yes, you are. 
if, and if you feel any sort of burden for blackness, I don't understand why you would make this video because it makes black people look like whiny, complaining ass babies that can't hack it. So they had to go and start complaining to the internet. That's how it looks. Now, I don't know who edited this shit, and I don't know how these interview questions went, and I don't know what was cut out. So maybe there was more stuff where they were actually yeah. like, no, I'm going to stay here. And, you and know, at the end of the day, out. I've been dealing with this my whole life, and uh, this shit won't break me, and it won't bother me. You know? I would have preferred for that to be. Yeah, video. and maybe, and maybe you know, maybe they just let that out. Someone cut it so that it looks like they're talking about dead puppies or some shit. Yeah. But but um, I'll be glad when they fucking stop. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just, no, grow backbone. This is not good, man. It's not good at all. Um, all right, let's let's play a little bit of guest erasing and we will get out of here. We had so much stuff to do today, so. Um, <clears throat> now that it's time for some guest erase, that's right, it's guest erase time. I said, now that it's time for some guest erase. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We play or read different articles from all over the globe, and we ask the audience to play along as they guess the race. All right, I hope you, you guys aren't nervous, but I know you are racist. Am I right? Come on. Um, <laughs> a woman shaving her bikini area while driving caused a car accident. At on Kudjo Key near Key West, according to a report. Oh my! You got to keep it clean at all times. Oh Florida, I guess she was trying not to get on post bad bushes, uh, Twitter. I guess not. Trooper told reporter that uh, 37 year old Megan Maria wait Megan Mariah Barnes was meeting her boyfriend at Key West and wanted to be properly groomed for the visit. She was a procrastinator, wasn't she? Uh, she didn't do that before she hit the road. Yeah, procrastinate shaver. Yes. Wait till the last minute. So during the drive, she decided to shave. Her ex-husband, who was in the passenger, her ex-husband was in the passenger seat. What day we going to have a threesome? He took the wheel while she focused on her other areas. The site also noted that Barnes was convicted of DUI after driving without a license the day before the crash. Oh, and driving without a license also the day before. Her husband. Oh, she was. Uh, she was, yeah. <laughs> uh, the vehicle she was driving struck another car from behind, causing minor injuries to the occupants. The report says she and her husband, ex-husband, drove another half a mile after the <gasps> crash and switched seats. Oh. So it looked like he was driving. But burns on his chest from the passenger side airbag sank their story. Burns. You can get burns on your chest from the airbag? Tear your face to pieces. Yes, sir. Because you got to understand you go from stop to something pumping out a hundred something miles an hour in your face. But burns? Burn your skin off. Wow. Mm-hmm. Since the site, the site reports the driver's airbag wasn't deployed by the, by impact. The trooper charged Barnes with driving with a revoked license, reckless driving, leaving the scene of a wreck with injuries and driving with no insurance. A trooper told keywestnews.com he thought another incident in this general area was the strangest traffic incident he'd ever see but this topped it wow that's crazy man because i mean obviously the you know the fact that they were dangerously driving out there but uh it's florida 
So it makes sense, you know, that this, yeah, it does. Is, this is what you think you can do in Florida, drive without a license. You just got DUI the day before and all that stuff. So why not, uh, basically? Um, let's go to the chat room and uh, check out uh, check out the uh, the guesses for the race in the chat room. Um, so far, we only got one guess. What's going on? Uh, Chalky Multitasker says Black Rob. Snow says Ashley Three Classy. Still friends with her ex, White. Now, see, that is a new stereotype. I didn't know that only black people lost track of the exes or ended ex you know ended everything not amicably you know i you know uh i hate that that's that's what happens you know uh white says terry one who can't get a murder charge in florida says the wound god uh bald eagle white well she was bald if you know what i'm saying down there uh uh she was definitely letting that eagle soar uh spread eagle i think it was a bald spread eagle jay sarge uh elliot tate says becky brent says one who opposes the 33 <laughs> yeah the uh 1977 um how uh how do you stop five white guys from raping a white woman throw them a golf ball white well the correct answer is and it looks like Everyone got it. White. Congratulations, you racist, racist, racist sons of bitches. I don't know how you guys knew that one, but, uh, you know, in Florida, that's how they get down. Um, let's check out another story here. Atlanta. Valentine's Day ended in a tragedy for an Atlanta resident after she died from an apparent heart attack due to masturbating. Oh, my. Yeah, she over-masturbated herself. How is this possible? Uh, Well, when you're flicking the bean, Karen, you know, sometimes uh, you can flick it a little too hard. She was rough. And, uh, yeah, she flicked it to oblivion, apparently. She flicked it off. Made a hard stop. But, uh, yeah, she, it was a hard stopping, uh, orgasm. Um, but, uh, yeah, of uh, Gwinnett County was found dead in her bedroom in a pool of fluid after apparently masturbating too much. Must have been a squirter. That big. Friends of Sade, uh, stated that she, or maybe it's Sadie, Sadie, Shade, Sade, I don't know. Uh, stated that she was complaining about being lonely and not finding a real man and always seemed to be depressed. Man, is this real? I don't, I don't trust this. Mm, that, like, that don't sound like that makes sense. Yeah, this is just, like, I gotta Google this. Like, I, does anybody actually have this in a real reputable news source? Yeah. Cause I'm, 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 I'm so like, that sounds like yeah. that don't make no sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to call bullshit on this. Yeah, yeah. I don't see this on anybody's reputable news day site. I'm gonna say this is a hoax. So sorry, okay. guys. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that makes no sense. Yeah, here's one that really happened. Oh, <laughs> that was real. Yeah, the director of public safety of Concordia University in River Forest was arrested last week after allegedly masturbating inside the office of a school employee. Tim Marges, 38, uh, is accused of ejaculating into a shoe belonging to a female Concordia employee. Oh, 
Because you know women, y'all like to do that cute shit where you take your shoes off at work. Like, hey, I'm such a woman. I take my shoes off at my desk. And he said, uh, you know what? How about some sperm? He liked them feet. According to police, the he was a homosexual. Mm-hmm. The, the employee reported seeing Margie, Margis exit her office around 9.30 p.m. With, while buttoning up his pants and fastening his belt. Oh. <gasps> When the woman confronted Marges about what he was doing in the office, he allegedly stated that he was checking the room because the door had been left open. Police said that after Marges left, the employee discovered a clear liquid inside one of her shoes, which had been left in the office. Detectives interviewed Marges on February 12th at his home, and he later admitted to entering the office and committed a lewd act there. Marges was charged with public indecency, disorderly conduct, both misdemeanor charges. O'Shea said there was no... There was no assault against them shoes? Right. Uh, O'Shea said there was no relationship between Marjus and the victim. Police have also received no other allegations made after, against Marjus. Police did not indicate that the employee is a professor at the university or a staff member. Maybe she was one of the 33. Police, uh, I mean, Eric Mantanil, uh, spokesman of the Concordia University, uh, for Concordia University Chicago, uh, said the school learned of Marjus' arrest as soon as it was reported. At that point, the employee was suspended and banned immediately from campus. He, we cooperated fully with the investigation. He was terminated on February 13th for misconduct less than 24 hours later. Guess the race of Mr. Tim Marges, uh, the shoe masturbator. <coughs> uh, favorite type of shoe? Birkenkocks. White, says Wimgott. <laughs> oh, I thought it was all right since she wasn't there. I didn't know I couldn't do that, White. Oh, he's, my. he's, he's directing something overseer, White. Disgusting crime, so white. He used spray cheese for lube, white. <laughs> Rex Ryan, white. He definitely said cock repeatedly during the event. Aww. And white. The correct answer yes, is white. <laughs> Everybody's two for two. Let's go into the bonus round. Double the points, double the race, double the points, and the race. That's right, guys. It's, where's my volume? It's double the points, double the race time. Uh-huh. Bonus round for guess the race. Everybody's two for two. Hopefully you're not too nervous. Here's the last one, guys. Last question. Um, Metairie, Louisiana. Matiari, okay. A man admits he squeezed a hamster to death at a light lakeside shopping center pet store. Uh, Nola.com and the Times Picayune reports 21-year-old Vincent Karachi, Karachi, Vincent Karachi, pleaded guilty to aggravated cruelty to animals. A judge ordered Karachi to serve two years probation and complete 80 80 hours community service. So same thing Chris Brown got. An arrest report says. Uh, an employee at a now-closed Lakeside Pets told deputies last March that Karaki took a hamster and squeezed it until the animal stopped breathing. Oh, my God. So, uh, you can get the same. So, a woman is equivalent to a hamster? Yeah. And squeezing a hamster sounds like what that one girl did to die, to kill herself. <laughs> yeah. So she squeezed her hamster all the way to death, y'all. Yes, she did. But uh looks like everyone is scared to uh to guess this race because it was short. I must say it was mm-hmm. short, so they like mm-hmm. y'all wanted a whole lot of detail. See, this is what separates the champions from the also rams. All right, Terry says cruelty to animals. Black, light skinned Creole. 
Ashley Three Class said, put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. Uh, probation for animal cruelty, anti Mike Vic White. Kevin Bacon, Invisible Man White. Hispanic says Sparger. So everybody's all over the place. Winners will be crowned this time. Cajun Cracker, better, back wetter than the space in that dead girl's bed. Aww. White, evil crime, so white, random lawn worker. The correct answer is, <laughs> uh, Karen, what do you think he is? That's a white dude. He is a white man. Mm-hmm. He's a white dude, guys. Guess white. You got it right. If you guessed uh, anything else. Yeah, he's a white dude. I'm, you put the picture in there. But that dude is white. Oh, he's definitely white. I just, uh, I, I like to go to you for the official, you know, ruling ah! when it's something racist like this. Uh, you know, let the people know that I'm, I'm really trying. Uh, I'll put a link to his picture in the chat. Uh, you guys can, uh, check it out for yourselves, but, uh, I think he looks pretty white, guys, so a lot of you guys missed it. Um, last story, sword ratchetness. Of course, you can never be too careful out here. Motherfuckers got swords and they're not afraid to use them. Well, when you take a look inside the Presidente supermarket right now, it looks as if things are back to normal today. However, when you tell shoppers here what happened last night, the police say a man came in here with a sword wanting to kill people. So you can imagine, it comes as a terrible surprise. This is kind of wild. Oh, I'm shocked. When you tell shoppers a man came into the Presidente supermarket late last night threatening to kill, the first reaction is that of disbelief. The other reaction is that of disappointment in the suspect bringing that kind of behavior into a neighborhood on Southwest 8th Street they're proud of. We feel this is a pretty safe neighborhood. It's a very, like, quiet neighborhood. Police say around 945 last night a suspect carrying that sword made those death threats. He then attacked a woman who got hit with the sword in the back of her arm. That's when the security guard on duty stepped in. A fight ensued, and the security guard shot the suspect several times. Shoppers here say they're glad he did. Do you think the security guard did the right thing? Yeah. Well, he was doing his job. What else I can say? He was doing his job, and he did it well. He did the right thing. Oh, wait, I think we already covered this one. We it's did? just a video. Yeah, the dude, that the security guard that shot somebody in Florida for oh. having a sword at a supermarket. Oh, okay. Oh, this is just a video to it. Yeah, so um actually this one doesn't count. I have to actually get another story. Another sore ratchet story. Um unfortunately, shit like this happens so much, I have another one. No <coughs> New details I'm sorry, new details in the death of a former Maury County resident shows she was stabbed and slashed multiple times with a sword by her boyfriend. Wait, I think we did this one too. Oh. Yeah. yeah Brian Williams, did we do Quilliams? Williams. I don't remember. That doesn't sound familiar to anybody. Quilliams. So many did they start to blend together. Forty year old James Bryan Williams was arrested on Thursday and charged with first degree murder and his girlfriend, Teresa Sue Compton. Compton was arrested. Compton, I remember her last name. If you think we have Oh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Compton was a resident of Maury County for nearly twenty years, a longtime employee of General Motors. Um she moved away from Florida about three years ago. Authorities say Quilliams said Compton had gotten into an argument on January 12th over some text messages Quilliams sent to his ex-wife. Ooh, that's never good. Mm-mm. Uh, who led, oh, that's right, cause she caught him cheating with his ex-wife. I remember this shit. Yeah. Yeah, we covered this. Women out here trusting these niggas with these swords, dog. Get mm, stabby stabby. Yeah, uh, let me see if I, I can find another one. Why? Cause there's just so many of these stories. Carlisle, 
a person is in custody after police say he threatened two people with a sword on wednesday carlisle police said ronnie rush 56 of carlisle was charged with simple assault and terroristic threats and harassment after the incident uh 10 43 p.m wednesday no docket information was available thursday morning police said officers responded to the home for a report of a man chasing a woman with a sword chasing a woman Shit. this is what wreck thinks is 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 cool hiding the streets officers found that rush got into an argument with a 20 year old man and a 41 year old woman which escalated when he retrieved a sheath sword and threatened the two people while moving toward them with the sword the sword was wrestled away from rush and police were called the release says Rush was arrested and taken to Cumberland County Prison for booking and arraignment. So, just just crazy, man. There's nothing safe out here with these sore ratchet mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Uh, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. Thanks y'all so much. Brought to you by ShadowDogProductions.com and TweakedAudio.com. Use code TBGWT to get your discounts at Tweaked Audio. Uh, we'll be back Saturday for our feedback show. Premium people will see you Friday for Balls Deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank y'all so much for sticking through me with this tough week and all this sickness. Yeah. Um, but uh, go I appreciate vote you. in the tippies, y'all. Yeah, go vote in the tippies, man. Make your get your voice heard, man. We appreciate all of y'all. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.